When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. Today, we have a really cool episode for you. This is going to be our weekly bitch fit. So you can expect episodes like this every Friday. Hopefully, we're going to get them in the morning. So if you're working, you have something fun to listen to. But we've got some fun stuff to talk about. And we have a very special guest today. Melinda, would you like to introduce our guest? Well, I have one of my favorite people in the world, live from Navarre Beach. It's my mom. Hi guys. Yay. What's up? <laughs> We're excited. <laughs> oh, Melinda sent me a picture of your like the view from your patio and I was like dying. I was like, "Oh my god, it's beautiful." It doesn't get old. Yeah, I bet not. <laughs> it certainly does not suck. And then I called her later and I was like, oh, we're just planning our trip to come visit you. So we have a couple of questions. (laughs) She really did. She was like, what's a closed airport for you? (laughs) What's the closest airport? So we can just fly in and just fly in as close as possible. She has extra rooms and so do I. So come on. Yeah. (laughs) I know we do too. I'm like, oh, we'll just, we'll take turns. You know, you come to the mountains in Colorado. We'll come to the beach and it'll be perfect. It'll be like having a vacation home, but more fun. My next door neighbor last year, her friend lives in Colorado, and they switched houses for a month. Oh, that sounds great. I'm down. That sounds so great. That reminds me of that movie, The Holiday. Oh, yeah. I love that. I'm like, people should do that more often. But less depressing. Yeah, a little less. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Wow, yeah, you guys have definitely got some really pretty views out there. So I'm looking forward to, like, crashing the party and, like, just... What's up, bitches? We're here! I'm going to bring, like, a Darcy-sized amount of luggage. <laughs> You're just going to uh, move into my house? Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just for, like, a, a, t- a weekend, I'm going to pull a Darcy and I'm just going to bring, like, five gigantic suitcases. All right, well, it has to be Louis Vuitton or you can't come. Well, then I guess I'm not coming because I'm a broke bitch. That's okay. I do not you have anything Louis Vuitton. Target. I'm not picky. <laughs> you have to wear I guess your I'm Louis going Vuitton's to visit your too. mom instead. <laughs> she has the better view. Yeah, that's true. She probably does. But you have the um, compound. I do so. have the compound. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I would be a great cult member. So that it's is a hard true. decision to make. <laughs> Did that make it onto our episode, or is that on the lost episode? I'm pretty sure that's, that's on the our... lost episode. No, I think that was on the first episode, because nope. I remember listening to it. Okay, I take your word for it. So here's yeah. the thing, you can come to the compound, and then in ten minutes you can be at the beach view. True so. that. Oh, you guys live that close together? We yeah. do. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yep, I'm just in a, you know, suburban neighborhood, and she's on the beach living that nice retired but not retired life. Beach life. Living the beach bum life. Awesome. 
She's oh, like, sad. she has problems such as, should I get a kayak or a boat? <laughs> <laughs> we were just having that conversation. We uh, we live around the corner from the reservoir. It's definitely not the same. Um, but we had never been there before, even though we've lived here for a while. And so we finally went. I took Vanessa over there just to check out what they've got going on. I was like, gosh, we should get a paddleboard and a kayak and a boat. Maybe we can get a boat. And I'm like, who am I kidding? I can't get a fucking boat. Like, but it just looks like so much fun. They're going to hang out on a boat all afternoon in the sun. Yeah, me too. Sounds great. I have little kids, though, so that's... Basically, okay never gonna happen. The boat that I'm getting it has got a place for the kids to nap. Perfect. Oh, that's I'm so down. great. Would I buy a boat that wasn't? No, you wouldn't. You would buy the Grammy boat. Yeah. So, would you like to tell our uh, viewers what your boat is going to be named? Do we did we settle on one? I mean, I liked the one that I originally gave to you, but you have to give a backstory as to what your uh, username and uh, trivia name and darts name and everything name is so the name of the boat is going to be pms paradise right (laughs) no pms what it's essential oh pms it's essential that's right okay so pms (laughs) is my husband that passed his name was parker and i'm mary sue so wherever we went and played trivia or anything we were pms (laughs) so we were going to name it PMS Paradise. That was the first one we said. And then we, we decided because of this whole COVID nightmare and because I've had like maybe five days off in two months, we oh were going to name it PMS Essential. <laughs> Essentials wow. or something of that. Yeah, it's going to be great. You must be exhausted. A little bit. Running on adrenaline. So, uh, happy Nurses Week. Nurses Week kicked off yes, yesterday. And she is the Yay. director of nursing, so she is the HBIC, uh-huh. as she is in all aspects of her life. I was actually just having a group text with my team, and that's they actually sent me a picture with a bunch of people walking behind the queen and said, you are the H- HBIC. The HBIC is <laughs> That is pretty I was great. Say, you're, you're basically the Beyonce of the group. Who is that in the picture? I don't even know who that is. Oh no, but it's a badass picture. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. There's like this girl in like all black leather, and then just like a bunch of blacks. Looks like like clad Batman's soldiers. It does look like a bunch of Batman's behind her. It kind of looks like oh, Jennifer should... Lopez if Jennifer Lopez was an anime character, but it's live. Anyway, it says HBIC and has all these guys walking behind her, and then they said the HBIC has spoken. <laughs> we need to upload that on onto Instagram so everyone knows what you look like. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's what her fantasy football league T-shirt says too. Yeah, HBIC CFO. Because yes. I'm the treasurer. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. These are the things you do in the South, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Your fantasy football team has trophies and T-shirts and a treasurer. Wow. And a treasurer. <laughs> Wow, you should see the board crazy. that they made. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. It I... looks like something off of The Price is Right. <laughs> I could never do fantasy football. Like, I'm not a, a sports person. I don't... I, so I would be the worst person to have on the team. Well, so I played once. It's a league of 12 people, and I, I played one time, and I came in, like, fifth, 
out of the 12. So it was a respectable wow. finish because I'm not really a yeah. sports person either. But the thing that I discovered is it's like a second job. I mean, you have to look at these oh, stats yeah. and sun Saturday night, Sunday night, you're up at two o'clock in the morning, making sure you get the first pick. And I'm like, I did it one year and I finished respectably. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not playing. I'll take care of the money. I'll buy the trophy and plan the party. But that's it. Yeah. yeah that's See, that's the fun stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I have enough jobs. I don't need another exactly. one. Well, and the thing is, like, it's so much work to still just be gambling. Mm-hmm. Because you yeah. can't control people, like, and what happens to happen. Like, it's so much just luck. It's it's too much for me now. I do still do a, a pick'em pick'em league where I just have to pick who's gonna win between the two teams, and I usually do pretty yeah. well in that. And that's fun because my husband is the sports man. Oh my god, that's an understatement. You remember me saying there are four TVs <laughs> in my outdoor oh, bar? Yeah. Like that's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so he can watch all the football games at the same time. Oh, when wow. I met him, he lived in a bachelor pad with two of his buddies who were finishing up their PhDs and uh there were five TVs in the living room and we were the party house. Oh my house. gosh. Like wow. we had a designated trash can for our weekly keg. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's now, pretty intense. Let me just remind you, I met my husband when he was 32. <laughs> <laughs> He was not 20. That changes everything. He was still drinking like a 20-year-old. He got my husband trashed on more than one occasion. Oh, boy. Oh, my god. My dad, which my dad was an alcoholic, but that's another episode. Um, But (laughs) even my dad couldn't hang. Mm -mm. (laughs) It was just bad. No, he did not. They came up. He took my dad to a football game because we lived in Tallahassee, which is where the Florida State Seminoles play. And uh, mom and I went to go buy my wedding dress. And we came back at, like, a decent time in the afternoon. We could not find mm-hmm. them. And then they came back from Steak and Shake, like, hammered. It was, like, it's what, like, like, 2 in the afternoon? Oh, no, it was, it was early. <laughs> no, it was, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. They didn't even stay at the oh game. Oh, my God. They had, they had consumed two bottles of Fireball and Ooh. God knows how much beer. Whoa. And then my husband took That's him to crazy. this bar that they used to go to, uh, and they didn't serve liquor they only had beer and wine so they did what they it was called the palace and it was not a palace (laughs) that place was so dirty um but they would they had the little like single serve bottles of wine and so they would do palace shots and they would just shoot the little like single serve bottle of wine so that happened wow yeah it was that's another that's another episode in and of itself so one day when maybe i'll have my husband on and to tell you about all the stupid things he's done that's yeah, episodes. he would be a good guest. He's pretty funny. Yeah, he might have so. to be a recurring yeah. <laughs> We have to have yours on, too. I'm sure he's got some stories. Oh, jeez. But anyway. Probably probably, actually, probably a lot of stories that can't be told, honestly. Yeah, exactly. We'll save it for thinking. Patreon. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So how was your week uh, since the two days ago that I talked to you? It's, uh, it's okay. Um... I'm really not looking forward to going back to work full time. Oh no, you have to go I back had to, to work, work full time. Oh, I had to work a full day today, and I thought I was gonna die. Aww, like, cute, cute. even though I'm used to for the past three years that I've worked there, I've always worked either full time or most of the time was overtime. But during the virus thing, we have cut our hours and kind of tried to have less people in the office at once. So. I have been working 12 to 6, and today I had to work my, like, 9 to 6, 
Oh my god. Why don't you tell like the viewer torture. or the listeners, the viewers, uh, what you do, Julie? <laughs> um, I work in a lab that tests microelectronics for the aerospace and defense industry. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. And I we use those things I, here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I really like it. I love the people that I work with. The company has been very good to me. Um, but I am just so ready for us to do our own thing and like have our own businesses. And I've always been more of an entertainer, more of an like art artist person in that, in that kind of way. And so that's why I'm so excited to be doing the podcast because I can get my creative, cre- I was going to say creative juices. <laughs> you just pulled creativity. a me. <laughs> I put two words together so I can get my creative juices flowing and get my creativity out. And the more that I do stuff like this, the more I want to do stuff like this. And then having the shorter hours at work has made it really difficult because I'm like, I, there's so many other things I'd rather be doing, you know? Yeah. I totally get that. I told Ryan, I was like, can you imagine if we were both quarantined? Because we both have, quote, essential jobs. So we've both been working. I was like, can you imagine how much stuff we could have gotten done if we both had to be quarantined? Yeah, you think that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Preach to the choir, ma'am. Oh, that would be so great. And you're working way more than I am. So you probably, I don't know. Is your life a mess right now, Mom? Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, man, I can't imagine you're, I know, you're doing the hard stuff. I mean, my sure. my dogs were living with Melinda for a month and a half or so. I finally, finally took her home because I needed a bed buddy. <laughs> Aww. But guys, I went over to my mom's house this weekend. Uh, just, they finally opened up the beach and I just needed to get out of my house. Um, mm. So I went over to the beach, but I... I wanted sour cream for something and I took one sour cream tub out and it was almost empty, but it filled with like what she had made into ranch dip. And so then she's like, no, there's another one in there. So I pull it out. This thing was almost full, but it was almost full of several kinds of mold. (laughs) She's like, my God, mom, how long has this been in here? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been to the grocery store in like two months. I'm afraid to look at the rest of her fridge. Like, literally, if you open my mom's fridge, you would think you had stepped into a sorority house. Because there's, like, seven kinds of wine, several kinds of cider. That sounds great. And, like, orange juice. You gotta have mixers. Add cranberry juice, orange juice, and white grape peach juice. You have to have mixers. That's and then an individual chicken salads from Sam's Club. <laughs> I just, like, died laughing when I saw that. I was like, what has happened here? It does look like a bachelorette or bachelor pad or something. I don't know. You know, there's far too much wine for it to be a bachelor pad. Yeah, it's it's a sorority house, I guess. That's a good call. Uh, We left Austin at the house because he had a broken molar that um, got an abscess in it. So he was not feeling well. So we took the girls over to the beach and he stayed there. And when I came back, he literally was just drinking straight red grapefruit vodka because he was just in so much pain. I'm like, bro, that sugar is not going to help. Yeah. <laughs> he passed out in the car five seconds later. Oh, my gosh. It was great. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with, like, the tooth issues, but we had the emergency 
dental dental visit also. Yeah. I mean, so. I need to go to the dentist and basically have all my teeth pulled. We've been talking about getting dentures forever, but that's... Uh, I'm not kidding. I have terrible teeth. It she was just does. genetic. Aww. I did not win the genetic lottery when it came to teeth. Well, uh, I have two see, broken teeth, and they canceled my dentist appointment because of the virus thing. And I'm like, <clears throat> this one tooth keeps cutting my mouth because it's broken uh-huh. to a point. But yep. yeah, they gave him antibiotics and sent him home and they said, come back in a week and we'll, uh, I think he, they're going to fill it. But I mean, they're, they're like waves of security to get into the dentist. Like you were trying to get into the white house. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's so ridiculous. It's all so ridiculous. Okay. I was so pissed the other day cause we went to Walmart and they've now they've started putting the arrows down on the mm-hmm. ground to show you what direction you walk walk in. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been doing that I at was the grocery so store. Mad, I was so mad. I told Vanessa, "I'm gonna walk in the opposite direction down every aisle," and so Vanessa goes, "Way to protest, mom! <laughs> Walking in the opposite direction. You're a rebel. Like, okay, asshole. They freaking yeah. yell at you though. I mean." Some of those customers. I are dare just somebody to yell I got at me. Yelled at for going Wait, the wrong didn't way. somebody yell at you though? Me? Yeah. Oh, that was Mandy. No. no. I thought you told me that somebody yelled at you. No, I want somebody to oh. yell at me. <laughs> that was really funny. I'll throw a fit. I don't understand how you think that walking in a certain direction is going to be less likely to have to right? get coronavirus. That's so Same thing. Okay, like for McDonald's. Okay, I fucking love. A sausage egg McMuffin oh. from McDonald's. Mm, I'm a biscuit girl. Any time of day, I like it. I like when they do the all-day breakfast because I'm not a morning person. Would you say that you well, are loving it? I am loving it. <laughs> I got jokes. Womp, womp. <laughs> but they, so they're, like, McDonald's for, like, the last month or so has been serving a limited menu. So, yes, it's. I took a picture you, of it. I took a picture like, of it. I was I'm like, sorry. "Holy crap!" Have you seen it? Are you telling me that I am more likely to get coronavirus if I have my egg McMuffin after ten thirty a.m.? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> well, am I yeah, more no, likely I mean, to well, get coronavirus and die? There's a run like, like the supplier chain is all messed up. But I tried to order bacon. That's not why on Austin's cheeseburger one day, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't give you bacon after ten thirty. And I was like, "The fuck, you can't!" Like. It's eleven for... o'clock. First of all, no. And first then they of gave all, it to me. Bacon is part of a cheeseburger. I mean, it should just come on it automatically. Right, if you now, ask let's me, let's just agree to disagree on that because a hamburger should not have cheese or bacon. Get out! <gasps> Get out of my house! How dare you? How very dare you? Oh my god! I know. Do I don't you like know them how well we're... done? Also, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a complete terrorist. <laughs> but I'm not really a fan of bacon, so they call me un-American. Oh, God. This bitch love does bacon. not like bacon. I will eat a whole pound of bacon by myself. Girl, you're right. I wonder why I'm chubby. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, she's skinny. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm Anyways. talking about my mother. <laughs> oh, I'm she like, eats what? like a bird. She eats I'm five not. bites, and she's like, I'm so full. I'm not being hateful. I'm just being <laughs> jealous. It's not a pretty That's color all. on you. Yeah, well. Go on and hide your crazy. Start acting like a lady. 
Not on the resting bitch face podcast. <laughs> I raised you this is the weekly bitch fit. I will bitch if I want to. Yes. You want a bitch? This is I the way bitch. this is the place to do it. Alright, so Julie, what is your uh what is your weekly bitch? What is the thing that irritated you the most this week? Was it the Walmart aisles? <sighs> no, but I got something to say and I think a lot of people are gonna be pissed about it, but Uh-oh. I really don't give a shit. Let's hear it. Don't breastfeed your child until it's 10 years old. Oh, thank you. I was like, please don't start this right now. (laughs) crazy, psycho people. That is disgusting. I was was on Facebook and I see like, I don't even know what group I'm in, but I see a post and it's like, um, I have a confession to make. My two and a half year old is still nursing and... Um, you know, people don't like it and blah, blah, blah. Who else is, uh, is still nursing their kid? And I'm scrolling through these comments and this chick's like, oh, my five-year-old still nurses. Ah! I was like, you sick bitch. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Now I will say. What's wrong with these people? That my best friend, um, <laughs> her name is Janine. We call her boobs a flying. That's, I literally just refer to her as boobs. I sometimes forget her actual name. Um, I didn't know her name for a year. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I met her in a due date group for my oldest daughter, and um, our daughters are actually born the same day. So that's pretty cool. Aw. And um, cool. We, we've been, like, best friends ever since. So it's been over two years. We, we met in public finally, and that was, like, the greatest time ever. I joke that Aww. she is my younger daughter's baby daddy. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> she she actually knew that I was pregnant with my younger daughter before my husband did. Oh. Uh, she was the very first one to know that I was no, pregnant with Lorelai. Not not bitter. I don't know if that's sweet or weird. I'm not sure. No, it was just because I was flipping out because I did not want to be pregnant. Okay. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> she she just she loves <laughs> breastfeeding and she's good at it and. Uh, Natalie still does occasionally nurse, but um, it's, I think, more of a comfort thing. And she's like, I don't really know what's going to happen when she stops nursing. And I'm like, you know what? More power to you. I would kill myself. I I think that once your kid is like five, six, seven, eight, like, then it's a major issue. Oh, for sure. Probably psychologically damaging. Like, I, it's just, I don't understand it. It upsets me. But you're, you so know. think about your kid. I breastfed for, like, five seconds, so. There's that. Yeah, me too. I never really, I didn't really breastfeed either, so. The only reason um, I even attempted to nurse my second one was because she was in the NICU. And they, like, basically forced me into it. They sent in, like, the captain of the lactation consultant team. <laughs> and I looked at her dead in the eye and I was like, I don't want to do this. And she was like, well, why not? And I was like, because I don't like it. It makes me feel gross. I don't, like, enjoy the sensation. My last one didn't latch well. I don't produce enough milk. Like, all of these things. And she was like, all right, well, let's just try it. And I'm like, you don't understand. I don't want to. And she's like, well, just give it a shot. Let's just try to pump once. And I just, like, burst into tears. And she's like, you've, you've had assault, haven't you? And I was like, yeah. But why is that a thing that is, like, a, a reason. Like, is it not enough of a reason for me to just not want to? Like, I'm not saying I don't want to feed my kid. Yeah. 
I'm saying I don't want to feed my kid with my body. <laughs> I just grew her. <laughs> okay. It's like, it's so interesting that you say that because I chose not to breastfeed also because, and it's so unheard of because everyone will want to beat it into you. Yeah. That you have to, or you're not being a good mom if you don't and blah, blah, blah. Well, I was 19 when I had Vanessa and I had to go right back to work and I did not want to be, I mean, what was I doing at that point? Waiting tables? What am I going to do? Be pumping in the bathroom? Like, come on. I was just like, I'm not going to do this. I can give my kid formula and call it a day. What am I going to kill myself over like breastfeeding because everyone thinks I should? And at this point, the formula is so advanced that it's like practically the same. It thing. is, and that's what my I kid finally has got been a doctor so healthy her that. whole life. My kid has been completely healthy her entire life, and she was strictly formula fed. Yeah, I mean, and Charlotte was a perfect baby. She w- she didn't get sick until she was almost a year old. She got a cold, but I mean. Like, she was fine. She was a fat baby. She was healthy as hell. Like, she's still very healthy. Mm -hmm. She ate well. Um, Lorelai had a terrible time feeding. I went through at least six different formulas. I had to buy super, super, super expensive formula for a while. Um, And guess what? My breast milk wouldn't have been enough for her. Nor was she getting anything anyway because, A, I don't produce enough. And, B, she had an undiagnosed tongue tie for six months. And then she had to have it lasered. So, and it was wow. a complete posterior tongue tie, which is why it wasn't diagnosed. She couldn't lift her tongue at all. Oh. And I knew something was wrong, and she had terrible reflux. She I had to go get medicine compounded at an apothecary like it was 1855. Wow. I had to fight with doctors to get the right medicine. I had to, like, just pull my hair out. I had so many issues with her, and guess what? That super expensive formula was what finally got her to be able to eat it all. And she's still super tiny. She's one and a half and it still wears like 12 month pants. She's so skinny. Yep. That's how Vanessa was. Yeah. And she had to be on like the most expensive, like Similac Alimentum. Yeah. That's what Lorelai was on. She was on Alimentum. Uh-huh. Like $40 yeah, a can. She, oh yeah. And Vanessa would throw up like mm-hmm. every time I fed her. Yep. She would just, like, projectile vomit. And I'm like... It's miserable. Yeah. And, and like, nobody needs to be shamed. And Vanessa's always been tiny. I remember taking her to the pediatrician and getting, like, dirty looks from the, like, the uh, assistant and stuff. And I'm like, she's just small. She's not, like, unhealthy. She's not, like, sick looking. She's just a small kid. This kid was, like... She was, like, 35 pounds for, like, three years. Yeah. Like, Charlotte weighs she's about 35 just pounds, now. I think. And then, but Lorelai... Yeah. 20. She's, like, 22 pounds, I think. And yep. she's, like, 34 inches tall. My, my, my think... daughter, my older daughter's turning three this month, and she's 40 inches tall. Yeah. She's gonna be That's six how... feet tall. Yep. <laughs> That's Vanessa, too. She's always been tall. And she, um, like, I feel like we have parallel we lives. Do. We were, we were um, meant to find each other. Yes, I agree. Vanessa's 12 and a half now, and she didn't get above 60 pounds till like, she was 10. Wow. That's my life. She's just. Yeah, that's my niece. She's just now at, like, 80, I think. 
What was your experience, mom? Because you had very different experiences with me and my brother. I did. I was sitting here thinking that because, so my first one, I was, um, I had turned 20. I was 19 when I got pregnant, but I had turned 20 before he was born. But I, you know, similar to what you're saying, um, you know, got kind of, I mean, I, I think I wanted to try breastfeeding. Um, it was also the 80s. But, well, yeah, I mean, I also went through 42 hours of labor with nothing. Um, but that's another... Oh, my God. Oh, and, and then what happened, And Mom? then a C-section. Why? Um, well, because I wouldn't dilate, and then his heart rate stopped, and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> and then, like, was, your then heart then stopped. my heart stopped during the C-section, so, yeah, it was, it was oh a very... God. That's the part she glosses over. I'm like, the part where you died. The part where I technically oh died, yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's the things you choose to forget, you know? Um, but... The, the thing with that is, like, I had the horrible experience of, because I had gone through, this was back in the days of Lamaze and, you know, the <laughs> mm-hmm. whole natural childbirth, no drugs, no epidural, none of that. And I, so that's what I was trying to do. And then after 42 hours, I'm still at three centimeters. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well, we're going to, you know, we're losing him. And then they had to do a C-section and they had to give me general anesthesia, which is, of course, bad for me and him. But it was because I hadn't had an epidural and they didn't have time to give me one because if they had taken mm-hmm. the time to do all that, they were going to lose him. And it was just like this horrible, horrible experience. So yeah. I wake up and <laughs> I had him in the afternoon. I wake up the next morning and I'm crying and I'm like, don't, I'm like, where's my baby? I want to see my baby. And I'm calling my husband on the phone because, you know, they didn't let him stay with you back then. And he's like honey, you nursed him last night. And I'm like, I've never seen him. Is he alive? I mean, it was like this whole amnesia thing was awful. But what did he look like when you saw him? Oh, yeah. So when I saw him for the first time, he had stary strips on his face because they cut him when they did the C-section because he was so far down in the birth canal. They cut his face under his eye. (laughs) So my kid looks like a boxer when they bring him to me. (laughs) You know, so yeah, and he was a nine-pound baby. It was just, it was just an experience in and of itself. But I tried to nurse him, and every time I'd feed him, he would projectile vomit. It was just a Mm -hmm. horrible experience. And I'm crying, and he's crying, and he's not satisfied, and blah, blah, blah. So six weeks, and I gave up. And he was on cereal at six weeks old because... And then five years later, I have Melinda. I had two miscarriages in between. I have her... And I had a scheduled C-section. It was a much better experience because I had an epidural and I got to see her right away and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't feel like a failure as a mom like I did the first time. I felt like, you know, oh, my God, I can't even have a kid right, you know. Um, But it was a good experience. And she latched on and she nursed for 10 months. She went from breastfeeding to milk in a cup. Okay. So basically what she's saying is completely different. I was perfect. But I mean, but... Neither one of them was more healthy than the other. So I'll go back to the whole, I agree with you guys. And if it's not something you want to do, I don't think it's a bad thing. She just took to it and it worked and I did it. And she, but she also slept through the night at three weeks old and he didn't sleep through the night until he was 18 months old. (laughs) What can I say except So basically the reason Melinda wanted you to tell this story is because she wants everyone to know that she was the good Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect in every way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what she wants you to hear. (laughs) Yeah. I just. And and Melinda, did you say that the nurse asked if you had like trauma or something? And that was. Because I was so like adamant 
I was like, listen, I had <sighs> severe postpartum depression with my first daughter, and it, I can almost directly correlate it to my failed attempts at nursing. Because Charlotte would wow. literally be on my boobs for over an hour plus and then still down a full bottle. Oh, wow. And it was at three weeks. And I'm sorry, you cannot sit there and tell me, oh, your milk hadn't come in. Like, at three weeks, my milk was coming in or it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Like, your boobs were probably huge. You probably looked like you had fake boobs. I mean, I really didn't. Like, that's a thing. Like... I just oh. didn't produce much milk. Like, I would pump forever yeah. and produce, yeah. what, like, an ounce, yeah. maybe two? I totally supported her not breastfeeding because, like, like I it said, was terrible. I, went, I went through both, so. And and they're both fine. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, like, and the other thing shit. is, like, you know, I remember when I was feeding him, I would hold him up to my chest and give him a bottle. I mean, I didn't, like, lay him on the floor and prop a bottle. Right. That's part of the difference, too. I mean, that's part of what they say about the bonding. Well, you you can bond. I mean, God, her girls couldn't be more bonded to Austin if you tried. Well, they they were bonded to both of us. I mean, like, but I would sit there. I loved snuggling them and giving them a bottle. I stared in their eyes just like I would have if they were, you know, breastfeeding. And, like, I loved those cuddles. I loved being able to sit down and give a bottle to them. It was a way for both of us to relax. I wasn't hyper-stressed out about whether they were eating. You know, I could see how much they were eating. I could track how much they were eating. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, and it was yeah. it was fine. I mean, and God, I just it's whatever works for you. And, it's and so not worth it, guys. Shamed. Like I fed my kids, and they're fine. Oh yeah, no, it, it's I. The snobbiness of moms mm-hmm. is like why I don't really have mom friends because, um. You're not a better mom because you breastfed. Oh, no. And you're not a better mom because you chose to give birth in a uh, an inflatable pool in your living room <laughs> instead you. of a, a hospital. Like, and that, that shit is so crazy to me. I'm like, first of all, give me the drugs. They're safe enough. Like, how many times do you hear that the drugs have totally fucked up a kid? It's... Never. I That's mean, how many times. slim to none. I don't think I've ever heard anything... But, yes, I want the fucking drugs. Yes, I'm not a fucking psycho. I want the drugs. And I'm giving birth in a fucking hospital with a doctor and nurses and equipment that will save my life instead of me trying to be a cool person and pushing my baby out in a, in a fucking inflatable pool in my living room. Also, any man who is sitting in the inflatable pool while his wife is giving birth is disgusting. When that baby comes out and you're covered in blood and placenta and all it's kinds so of gross. shit floating oh. in the pool, that is sick. I'm sorry. I saw a video like that, or I saw something where the guy's in the pool with her, and it's like, the water is disgusting. Why? Why do you want to be in there? Oh, no. The ones that kill me are when they have, like, toddlers in there with them. It's fucking disgusting. Nobody, first of all, nobody, why? Why do we do this? Why? What is the significance of it? Is it just because the hot water feels good? I mean, I'm, I I'm cool know. with you laboring in a tub in a hospital. I don't want to be in there. I, I mean, you. no, like, that's your choice. Like, I don't know. I, my, my birthing experiences are, are different because I, I got induced with my first one and I still never dilated at all. So I sat on mm-hmm. Pitocin for what, like 30 hours at least. 
And it, Can you fucking stop stealing my life story? Because <laughs> I was also induced with Vanessa, and I was in labor for 36 hours, and my... My, I wasn't, um, I wasn't dilating and they had to break my water for me and it was long, a long drawn out process. Yeah. Same thing. My doctor told me that one way or another, I was not leaving the hospital without a baby. And if the induction didn't work, I was having a C-section cause you know, she was going to be huge, which she was not. But so I had my <laughs> parents come from six hours away. Austin had to take leave cause he worked for the air force. Wow. He wasn't in the air force, but he still had to take leave. Right. Uh, And then my brother came from Nashville for, like, two days. I'm sorry, did you just say your brother's name is DJ? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mine, too. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Daniel James. Oh, he's he's David Jr. Yeah, no, my brother's David James. If I had a boy, I was going to name him uh, Harrison James. I love the name Harrison. I do, too. Because of Dexter. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I just liked the name. Yeah. Continue your story. Gosh, that's what was so I crazy? Saying? Yeah, go, go on. Uh, oh, no. yeah. So anyway, after like 30 some odd hours of Pitocin and everybody's here, life has been put on pause. My doctor's like, oh, you know, you can go again, go home and try again in another week. And I was like, excuse me? The fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> and so then he was like, well... Yeah, we should probably do a C-section. But it's up to you. And I'm like, don't put that on me. Like, I had to make the decision, and I, I regret it. I wish I had had a regular labor, because then I probably could have had a regular labor with Lorelai. Maybe. I don't know. She was going to let me V-back, but then I had a different doctor with Lorelai, because she, my original doctor was not taking care of me. And so then at 30 weeks, I found out that she had a two-vessel cord, and I had all these other issues, and then my gestational diabetes got out of control, and so we had to do a planned C-section. But it was very different going in, just like, okay, I know I'm going to have a baby by, like, noon. And, you know, like, my mom was there, and it was just chill, because I wasn't hooked up to anything. Like, I, I sat there and got some fluids for, like, an hour until an OR opened up, and then they're like, okay, we're going to go have a baby. Tra-la-la. That's awesome. I hate it, though. Yeah, I, I hate getting a spinal. I... Because that just a few minutes where your body is reacting to it and you feel incredibly nauseous, mm-hmm. like, so when you're dry heaving and you can't move your body because you're paralyzed from, like, the chest down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, that, that gave me so much anxiety. Like, that's the part I dreaded. Not the recovery, <laughs> but the, the two minutes where you're super nauseous. <laughs> yeah, where you just feel like crap. Yeah, that happened. They, they gave me something for pain, and I immediately threw up. Oh, like, man. I don't... Yeah, I don't know what it what my body can't handle like pills and stuff. Like I'm just too sensitive to it, but I had such a good experience. I was lucky enough that my my gynecologist or my OBGYN was the same as my cousin's and he had You're delivered say your cousin. <laughs> no, he had delivered my cousin's baby and so I knew that he was a great doctor and also one of the nurses there uh, was a really good friend of my cousin's. So I felt so calm and safe and I wasn't afraid and it was like a long drawn out labor, but other than that, everything was smooth and good. So that sounds, uh, the only thing I, the one thing I would do differently is, um, I figured the next time I have uh, the next time I go into labor, 
someone's gonna have to stop at a drive-through because I was fucking starving. Dude, I had my mom six hours. snuggle, snuggle in, smuggle in Texas Roadhouse <laughs> when I was in labor with Charlotte, and I gave birth in like a super small town, which is currently on fire. Uh, and there's like nothing around, and so I knew I was going in and wouldn't be able to eat. So she was like, you know, go get a good last meal, and my pregnancy craving said, I want Burger King chicken nuggets. Ew. Right? I know. Those are the worst chicken I know that. They are. they are awful. I know that. But They're you so know perfect. pregnancy cravings, okay? Yeah. I actually once yeah. went to Burger King when I was pregnant with the same pregnancy because I was craving one of those Hershey pies, and I waited in line for 15 minutes, and then I get up to the drive through window, and they go... We're out of Hershey pies, and I squalled. <laughs> I was Aww. depressed for days until I found out that you can buy a Hershey pie at the grocery store. <laughs> and then I was a happy bitch. I remember being, when I was pregnant with Vanessa, and I was single, and I remember going to Pizza Hut and sitting there and waiting. I was probably six months pregnant or something. And I'm waiting for my pizza, and then this other guy comes in. He's like, oh, my wife is pregnant. She's really craving pizza. She's, like, eight weeks pregnant. And, like, I <laughs> I almost cried in Pizza Hut because I was like, I wish I had someone to get pizza Aww. for me. I have to sit here myself Aww. all alone. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I had a husband, and he never went and got a single craving for me. Well, that doesn't make me feel better at all. That makes me feel angry. That makes me mad at him. What a dick. Right? I mean, it's water under the bridge. Why did I punch him in the nuts if I'd have known that? <laughs> Let I mean, the record you, you show my can. mom loves my husband probably more than me. <laughs> I do love him, but I still would have punched him in the nuts if he'd done that. Yeah, that's Just mean. like I call him out when he says really evil things to you. Boobs ordered me a pizza all the way from Virginia when I was pregnant with Lorelai because I really wanted one and I Aww. wouldn't go get one. She's also sent my me Instacart orders multiple times since then. Like when my dad died, she sent me like an entire groceries list worth of just like Aww. snacks. And when we had to put my dog down in February, she sent puppy ice cream and yeah. Cheetos and something else. She sent... What did she send? I don't send? know, but it was She cute. sent something else for Peasy so that he could have a little send-off, and that was really ham cool. or something. Aww. Yeah, it was just... Oh, yeah, it was cubed ham. Yeah. <laughs> How cute. For his last meal. His last meal. It was really sweet. Like, I love the internet. I know, right? That is so yeah, cool it's that pretty you can awesome. do stuff like that, you know? Yeah, my mom had a couple pizzas delivered for me when I was pregnant. My mom's done that for me before. Broke. You sent me one at work one time when mm-hmm. I worked at Massage Envy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I was not a massage therapist, for the record. No. Boo. I was the office manager. Oh, that's not bad. No, I got really cheap massages, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah. And when they had to get their CEUs done for, like, new stuff, they had to test it on us. Like, I once got three Ugh. hot stone massages in one day. That sounds amazing. And I got paid. I got paid to get hot stone massages. <laughs> for so why life. did you leave? Oh, because the owner yeah. was a psychopath. I get paid oh. to have well, my shoes too. peed on. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, that's true. I could not do what you do. I'm not nice Most enough. Most of the time I enjoy it, but some days I question my choices. Ladies, 
and gentlemen, if you happen to be listening, um, go thank a nurse or anybody that works in a healthcare profession. That includes your uh, therapist, your therapist. That includes the front office staff. That includes the custodians because they really have the shit end of the stick. No pun intended. Pun intended. I did not <laughs> intend a pun. Okay, well, you made one. But I mean, <laughs> the things that, oh yeah, mom just showed me a meme. Would you like to tell everybody what it says? So I just, somebody <laughs> just sent me a meme that says, I have seen more penises than a prostitute. Happy Nurses Week. <laughs> that is true. But it is true. Uh, <sighs> would you like to tell me, or tell our friends the story that you told me this week about the admission at 3 a.m.? Or would you prefer to keep that off the air? Well, it's just the f- fact that, you know... Okay, so here's my bitch fit of the week. There you go. Yes. Let's go. Because <laughs> nursing home nurses are looked upon as the nurses that couldn't cut the mustard in the hospital. Oh, which, which is wrong. Is very, I mean, I, and I'm not just saying that because it's what I do. I mean, it's, it's just a fact. When... The 911 gets called. They come in and they look at you like you're stupid. I've had I've had to put more than one in their place and tell them that I outrank them and I will take them down. Um, Good. Because they they look at what the, you know they're looking at somebody and they're saying oh they're they're fine or it's this or it's that and it's like you don't understand. I'm with this person ten hours a day five plus days a week and I know them and this is a change and something's wrong but they're looking at the monitor and going no they're fine and I'm like no they're not and on more than one occasion I've tried to send somebody to the hospital and they've sent them right back and then two days later they're dead and it's like I told you something oh was God. wrong yep. so it's very frustrating but anyway I chose this profession. I worked in a hospital. I can work in a hospital and I can go toe to toe with the best of them. But this is what I love because I love old people. So my bitch fit of the week is that they have no regard when they're leaving a hospital for the person that they're sending to us for rehab. Because most of our patients come to us for rehab and then sometimes end up staying for long term care. But anyway. So we got report from the hospital on a patient that we were getting at three in the afternoon. Okay, fine. The patient arrived to our building at 3 a.m. How do you send an 85 year old person out in the middle of the night to go to a nursing home? That they've never been to. They don't know where they are at. Their family can't come with them because of COVID. We're not allowed to take visitors. So you're sending this person from a from a hospital room where they haven't seen their family in God knows how long to a nursing home with a bunch of strangers at three o'clock in the morning. And they don't. And they see didn't a problem have transport or anything. What's that? They 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 didn't arrange like transportation. No, or they they or bring them to the door because of COVID. They won't even bring them in. You have to bring them in yourself, but. Still, like, you don't send somebody to a new residence at 3 in the morning. I dare you to come to my no. house and tell me I need to move at 3 in the morning. Yeah, like, that's insane. shit better be on fire. Because yeah, that's crazy. And so my <laughs> poor staff, an hour prior to that, had 
done CPR on a resident for 30 minutes who ended up passing, and then the funeral home wouldn't come in the building because of COVID and handed my staff a body bag and told them to go put the person in the <gasps> body bag. That's actually what I was talking oh, about. Oh, Sorry, no. but I didn't know you wanted to put that on the air. I don't give a shit. It pissed me off. That I is... called the damn funeral home and raised holy hell. That is the Good. most, like, atrocious thing I have ever heard. And wasn't that patient compromised? Yeah. I would be calling the news channels. I would be making a no, big fucking fuss yeah, about yeah, it. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. Oh, and uh, can I say that? Yeah. Is it HIPAA? No, we didn't say a name. Yeah. So that patient that they had to do CPR on was also COVID positive. Because they couldn't get the wife to agree to a, a do not resuscitate despite the fact that he was on hospice. So they had to do CPR on a COVID patient that they shouldn't have had to do CPR on because he was supposed to be a do not resuscitate. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you imagine? It's been a week. I don't know how you, it's been I a don't week. know how you do it. Wow. You know what the hardest part of my job is, is trying to, I, I feel I have to be the cheerleader because I'm the director. And so I have to keep everybody else going even when I want to mm-hmm. curl up in the corner and cry. So it's like, yeah. you know, go team, go. And I then literally I usually go yeah. in my office and close the door and call Melinda and go, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I was just about to say, I don't know how many times she's had to call me. And, like she's sitting in her car in her office, like in a corner where the walls don't have ears and like just cry. And it's, it's heartbreaking because I've been there too. Now, granted, I haven't been working in Corona times, but like it's a hard job. And people yeah. are just, like, out there right now spraying nurses and or anybody in a uniform with bleach in public. Oh and just, God. like, being horrible to them. Like, these people are the ones that are saving everybody's lives for not enough pay. And they have to just keep a smile on their face. Like, they can't even take these residents basically, like, out of their room. Like, these people are so depressed. They're just dying yeah, of imagine. depression. Well, yeah, and that's that's something that I've been saying too a lot um, throughout this whole thing. It's like the the repercussions or the consequences Ooh. of suicide, mm-hmm. like suicide rates, depression, domestic violence, child abuse, um, kids missing out on their education. There's so much more that will be affected by the shutdown. Mm-hmm that is of larger consequence than if we were to keep going Mm -hmm. and just take precautions. And now I was reading something where the CDC has lowered the death rate from like 60 something thousand down to 37,000 or something. Yeah. It's well, and I'll tell you, and I can say this firsthand. I can truthfully say this firsthand because um, the building I work in, we do have COVID positive patients and that's public knowledge. It's all over the news that, you know, they post the statistics, you know, the health department's required to release it and blah, blah, blah. But we had a death last week of a resident that was not COVID positive and they're counting mm-hmm. it as a COVID death. And it's yep. like, that's bullshit. So when they're, mm-hmm. when people are saying that people are dying of COVID, they're not all dying of COVID. And so that, you know, whatever the word is where people. Um, Inflation. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I know for a fact it's true. Because, yeah. like, they said, you know, we had had X number, and then the next day they said we had had, a, you know, one more. And it's like, no, we didn't. <laughs> we had a death, but they weren't COVID. So I'm so glad you said that because I have been screaming about this since it first started. I'm like, you know, just recently I read a an article from the like Denver newspaper that said um, that the state of Colorado is going back through older deaths and saying that there are probable COVID related deaths Mm -hmm. with no positive test results. The only criteria is that you have to be a Colorado resident. And you're dead. Mm. And now, of course, now they're all probable COVID related. Yeah. It is infuriating. It's like people are losing their businesses that they've built their entire exactly. lives, generation to generation. Like people can't pay their bills. I've still been working and, and being exactly. paid full time. And my boyfriend has too. And I'm like, I cannot imagine how people are surviving. It's devastating. No, I, I, I agree with you 100%, you know, because... Yeah, I mean, I haven't missed a beat, so financially it's had no impact on me. I mean, emotionally it's had a huge impact on me, but, you know, it hasn't financially. And I, But I still just, because I have been in this field for 30 years, I really, truly, in my heart, don't believe that this is any worse than a bad case of the flu. And That's what I've been saying the you know, whole we time. We don't shut down the country during flu season. We don't stop people from opening their restaurants during flu season. And I can't tell you how many mm-hmm. times I've been in a restaurant when someone's hacking and coughing and sneezing. And I think, what the hell are you doing in public? But nobody's stopping them. You know, yep. so it's it's just, it's new and it's different. And I mean, I could go on a rant of all my hypothesis and conspiracy theories and everything else. But the We're bo- not going to get political But here. the bottom, the <laughs> bottom the line way. is, it is, a, it is a serious virus, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's any more serious than a really bad flu. And it's just, you know, the people that have comorbidities underlying medical conditions those are the ones that aren't pulling through yep you know though you know if if i get it you get it any any one of us get it we're gonna feel like shit and be sick for a few weeks and we'll recover yeah i mean we're pretty sure that mom had it yeah i think i had it in february because i've never been that sick in my life they they told her that she had the flu and you did test positive for the flu but that was before covid really got Mm -hmm. to be a thing around here I mean, it was nothing that ever even crossed our mind, but like she was ill and I felt terrible because I couldn't go over there and help her and she had nobody to help I mean, her. I've but been like, a nurse for 30 years and I've never had the flu ever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I've never had the flu. I get my flu shot every year and I had my flu shot. Right. I mean, it's, it's not a fail safe, but it, uh, it, it was crazy. But, I mean, I have had a couple yeah. of staff members that have had it, and some have been really sick, and some have not had the first symptom. Yeah. You know, so, but they're carriers, and they're passing it on, and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, one of my, well, my rehab director has been out of work for four weeks. Oh, my gosh, she's still out? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. She's, That's you know, crazy. she's she's like, I don't feel great, but I don't, you know, feel like I'm going to die or anything. She's like a... You know. I definitely, like, I just, I think that they could have made it an op- option for those who were high risk to take the leave from work mm-hmm. or whatever. Absolutely. And 
they shouldn't have shut down the whole no. i mean it's just the the ripple effect of what's going to happen mm-hmm. going forward it's scary and i even feel like i told my boyfriend i was like i feel like i'm in some kind of shitty post apocalyptic like movie mm-hmm. because we're walking around the store and we hear Please maintain social distancing at least six feet between you and other people. We're all in this Masks together. Masks are required. Masks are required. Please follow the arrows, the direction of the air. And I'm like, it's so fucking weird. This is so weird. I know. Mm-hmm. People are telling us what direction we can walk in. There's stores that have entire sections like roped off telling you that you're only allowed to buy things that are what they deem to be essential. Mm. It's terrifying like i can go to into a whole thing too about you know our freedoms as americans and giving them up so so freely and so easily and how orders are not laws and all of that but you know i won't get into all that but it's happening yes yeah yep it's scary get your kids very scary we're all chipped with our phones that is true We've already got it. We just don't think about it that way. Into our dating nightmares. Oh well, we uh, we've kind of gotten off the beaten path. Off track. (laughs) We we followed many squirrels. Um, That's what we're. So I was thinking that since we're already at like an hour, I was thinking that maybe we can just wrap this up Mm -hmm. and then um, record start recording again right after this, and then we'll have like two different episodes that we can release one week at a time. That sounds great. Want to do that? Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I hope this um, whole discussion of COVID was interesting for you. Of course, we know that everyone has different opinions and, and different insights into what's going on. And we respect Our hearts them all. go out to all of those affected. I do want to yeah. um, just plug something really quick because I, I'm not as smart as my husband, but we both find common ground in watching Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Um and I really appreciate his comedic views, but he also really goes into a lot of research and and is just stating some facts. And so I, I really would highly recommend to everybody to go check out his latest series um, of episodes. He's been recording in his house, but uh, he's really presented some interesting information. And, you know, anybody that wants to educate themselves and on a not so boring manner. Um, I would highly recommend go watch John Oliver. They're 30 minute episodes and they're very entertaining. And just do your research. I mean, there's never been a better time to gather information. It's all out there. There's a million different resources. So, you know, just kind of, if you're interested in it, you can look at both sides and see things on both sides that make sense. Um, But it is very interesting to hear a perspective from inside the nursing home and and what's actually happening. No, I really appreciate what I, I suspected and uh, yeah, giving us some insight. It was a it was really awesome to have you as a special guest. And thank you. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yes, thank you for being. Please here. come back and join us anytime. <laughs> yes, yeah, and everyone else, make sure you check us out on Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod. Um, leave us a review, uh, five star. Rating anything less than five stars, we don't want it. Who cares? Keep it. And we appreciate um, it. But uh, thanks, but no yeah, thanks. Yeah, just don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> don't be an asshole. And uh, um, share but, us with your friends. Get us out there, please. Support your local small business because podcasters yes. got to eat too. 
Yes. And I'm fat, yeah. so I gotta eat twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's all for today. Thank you, guys, and we will see you soon. Bye.